This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Shauna. I'm Sam. And I'm Bobby. And this is Speaking of Missing Persons. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Speaking of Missing Persons, and welcome to the new listeners. Before we get started, I'm going to shamelessly plug our other shows, Speaking of Murders and Unsolved Mayhem. If you haven't checked them out, make sure you do. They're awesome. You'll like them. Um, Shauna's going to be telling our case today, and I have no idea what it's about. Is it recent? Is it vintage? Which I looked up the other day, by the way. Mm Mm-hmm. And vintage is anything between 20 years to 100 years. After 100 years, it's an antique. So, so like I said, pre-Kurt Cobain, after Kurt Cobain. Well, no. It would be 20 years is 2004. So anything pre-2004 oh, is vintage. Is vintage. Oh, my God. But 2004 to 1920, or 2003 to 1923, anything in there. Is vintage. Anything pre-1923 is an antique. Oh, God. Can I go cry now? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's vintage. By technicality? (laughs) No, it's actually vintage. If that's the rules, then yeah. Yeah, I googled it. Y2K is So can we say... Yeah. Actually, can we say, wait a second, pre... No, it is on, I guess, technicality vintage. Oh, so it's like in 2003? It's in 2004. No, then it wouldn't be. Present? Presently. Okay, well, no, it's not vintage. Okay, who's missing? I'm missing. A kid, a guy, a person named Jeremy Alex. Okay. Is missing. It's got two first names. It's a first name, last name, but they're both first names. No, I get that. They are both first names. He was born April 8th, 1976. Okay. His parents were Ted and Paula Caswell, but he lived with his mother and sister in Belfast, Maine after his parents divorced. When he was small, he played Little League Baseball, and he also attended Belfast, the Belfast Area High School. Jeremy traveled all over the U.S. after school. Worked with He worked with uh, Greenpeace in California. I don't even know what that is. It's like a... Sorry, I wrote this. Is that like ago. a Habitat for Humanity type of thing? I think it's something like that. No. What is it? 
Greenpeace is a global network of independent campaigning organizations that use peaceful protests and creative communication to expose global environmental problems and promote solutions that are essential to a green and peaceful future. So go. it's an activist group. Yes. Gotcha. He His hobbies were skateboarding, gardening, and playing guitar. Before he had gone missing... He was a self-employed landscaper, which would make sense, um, in Lincolnville, Maine. He was trying to move to uh, Newport, Maine with his girlfriend. So at this point, when I say relocate to Maine or to Newport, he was living in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Portsmouth. It's literally Portsmouth. That's how it's spelled. Yeah, but I think it's Portsmouth. I only know because that's where Portsmouth, I... Portsmouth, like Plymouth. Yeah, like yeah, Plymouth. It's not Plymouth. It's spelled like Plymouth. But I only know this because that's exactly where I just did the case on Unsolved for the alien abduction. Okay, so... Was in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. It's New England. Yeah, New England, they say things weird. <laughs> they spell things weird, I mean. Plymouth is spelled P-L-Y-M-O-U-T-H, and... Call it Plymouth. Everything's weird. wicked weird up there. <laughs> <laughs> weird so because Portsmouth. In the Midwest, that's Portsmouth. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Don't get me started. <laughs> okay, so he was living in Portsmouth. There you go. New Hampshire. <laughs> Feels wrong on so many levels. <laughs> His parents went to visit him there. And have dinner on April 23rd, 2004 for his 28th birthday, which was two, like a couple weeks before that. It's pretty much right around your birthday. Yep, pretty much right there. At 11 a.m. April 24th, 2004, Alex went to his girlfriend's house to pick up some of the stuff to take to their new place in Northport, Maine. While there, he had got upset and told her that people were after him and wanted to hurt him. But he didn't tell her who? No, he didn't tell her who or any of that. Just that people were after him and wanted to hurt him. In Northport? Yes. What happened to Newport? Maybe I wrote it wrong the first time. (laughs) I don't... I never... That's where they were relocating. His girlfriend didn't live in Newport yet. They were moving to Newport. From Portsmouth? Yes. So where's Northport? I don't live in Maine. These were the names that they had, like... Gotcha. I'm just trying to figure out who's going where from where. I'm just looking to see how close they are to each other. Okay. I'm just wondering, am I wrong? No. There's a Newport and a Northport. Okay. Gotcha. Because I was like, this is what the report said. I know that's what they said. (laughs) They're 38 miles apart. Yeah, the uh, though she had tried to talk him, like talk to him about what he was trying to say to her, she got nowhere and he just left with the stuff. 5.20 p.m. Jeremy was seen running out of the wood, out of the woods into an old teacher's of his, like high school teacher of his backyard on Pound Hill Road which was around a mile from the new house. So he just... Is he on drugs? Don't know. He was acting weird with money squeezed tightly in his hand. 
in their backyard. Jeremy begged for help from his former teacher, telling them that a that bad guys were trying to hurt him. Well, her how old was he? Um, it was right before his twenty eighth birthday. Yeah, it was. He had just turned twenty eight. Okay, very similar to that California case. There was a chick went to the restaurant and then just started like acting really flipping weird. Yeah. yeah, screaming weird things and saying I'm getting this. People the were same trying vibes. to hurt her and that aliens were coming for her. Yeah, I'm getting the same feeling from this. I was just thinking if he was younger, it could possibly be like schizophrenia because that doesn't come on sometimes until your early twenties. Oh, weird. Well, sometimes it doesn't happen until you're in your 20s. Anywho, so while in the backyard, the husband is trying to, her, the teacher's hus- uh, husband is trying to talk him, like calm him down and try to keep him in the yard because his former teacher was calling the police. Right. Okay, so uh, it's most of the time, schizophrenia is not diagnosed. Like, doesn't start showing symptoms until mid to late 20s. And you can be late diagnosed. Like, it can have a late onset all the way up until the age of 45. Damn. Like, the way he's acting made me think of someone who was having, like, delusions and irrational and things like that. So, I mean, but Jeremy broke free from this man he then went back into the woods before the police had gotten to the teacher's house. So now he's just in the woods. That would be the last time he was ever seen, was going back into these woods. Just like that girl. Just like <laughs> I'm the sorry. girl. I'm sorry. It's like it is. It's on. really a lot like her. Why can I not think of her name? We did a Patreon episode about her. April 25th, 2004, in the... Waldo County Humane Society parking lot, they found his van with his keys and phone inside. Didn't that girl also have an incident in someone's backyard? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And then yeah, she, she disappeared into like the woods, like into the mountains. Yeah, she was sitting in someone's backyard on their like decorative rocks. Weird. And the lady called the police, and by the time the police got there, she was gone. I know exactly the case you're talking about. I remember it very well. A thorough search of the woods uh, where his van was found was conducted many times from April to September 2004, but they didn't find anything. Around the time of Jeremy's disappearance, a witness came forward and said they saw him, saw someone matching his description, run across Route 1 near Northport. They searched there too, but they still found nothing. During the investigation, police discovered that Jeremy had been using drugs on and off. So Mm. there is a possibility that he could have been on drugs, but it's really weird. His dad described it more as like binge using over like a real addiction type of situation. So he would like use it for like weeks and then just stop. That's how his dad described it. The girl's name was Mytrice Richardson. Richardson. Yeah. Mytrice, that's it. Jeremy's girlfriend had told investigators the day he went missing, he had been using cocaine and heroin. Now, what's weird for me about that is he had just shown up at her house to pick stuff up, 
and was acting weird from get go. So how would she have known that he a hundred percent didn't know one hundred percent, or maybe he told her? But that's two drugs I would think are like really not great yeah, you to shouldn't combine. You know, like you, it's like an upper and a downer. It is an upper and downer. But like that's that was my point to this. I don't. Not saying that she doesn't know 100%, but at the same time, how would she know 100% if they weren't around each other all day? I mean, like I said, he would have had to have told her, and she's just going on what he told her, or she's just assuming because those are his two drugs of choice. I mean, maybe. This led them to believe that 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 was the reason he was acting so weird, which, yes, that makes sense. If he was using drugs that day. But like I said, he was acting weird from the get-go of walking into her house. Like, it was almost as if, the way it was described, as if he wasn't making a coherent thought at all. Let alone being like, hey, I I use drugs today, by the way. Well, I'm saying, if he walked in incoherent and she knew he was a drug user, then she's going to just assume that he did drugs that day. Right. Which leads me to my point. It's not... I wouldn't say that that's 100% fact unless she has proof that he was on drugs that day. Either way, it doesn't really matter. No, it it doesn't, but I'm just saying because it could have been anything. Yeah, it could be my theory that he was developing schizophrenia. Could have been. A couple in Northport was found to have Jeremy's license April 2008. So four years later... This couple just had his license, like his driver's license. And they don't say how? We're getting there. I'm assuming it was a fake ID situation. Mm -mm. They said while building their home on the ocean in May 2004, the license and some money randomly washed up on shore. Oh, boy. Uh Uh-oh. That does not bode well for him. After four years, the couple decided to turn it over to the police when they realized the person in the ID picture was a missing man. I mean, they just, they just held on to it for four yeah, years. Yeah, that's that weirded me out. Like, yeah, but I would I'm remember sorry, what I'm you guys just said down in the garage. No, I understand. You can't. I, I gotta put myself in their shoes. I understand. Well, I, I know, w- based off of past experience, I generally don't keep shit like that because I found weird shit at creeks, rivers, um, lakes, never at the ocean, really, just sand perhaps. But I don't keep that shit generally if I find, I've never found an ID, but like people's personal effects and stuff like that, unless it's something that's of value to me, then I'll keep it. But otherwise, I'll either throw it in the trash or leave it where I found it. In case they come back for their shit. If in that case, in that situation, something just washed up, I would probably either leave it there or throw it away. I don't know. I found IDs before and gotten friends together and drove to the address on the ID to see if they were there. See, all I'm imagining in my head is like they find this, they walk in their house, they just throw it on the side table and it somehow gets put somewhere else and then it's just one of those things where it's not like... In the junk drawer and then you yeah. stumble upon it like four years yeah, later. Yeah, it's not like, oh, a, yeah. oh, I meant to keep this kind of a situation. It's like it just becomes something that got shoved in a drawer. Right. No, I get that. That's highly possible too. Like, I don't know, just weird for me. 
like uh, it was like weird the intention to begin of with. maybe they had the intention of trying to find out who it belonged to and life took over and they forgot all about right. it. They they could have their house. So this couple's house was located n- like next to the woods where Jeremy had last been seen. Oh, okay. and it's said that he was last seen standing next to a cliff. Oh, that's not good. No. There had been many sightings of Jeremy over the years, but none of them, like, held any valuable evidence or reasoning or findings of Jeremy. Please don't think that there was any foul play involved in Jeremy's disappearance. Ted, his dad, created the Jeremy Alex Fund with uh, the Rotary Club in Portsmouth. This basically helps youth kids. It's a... Um, they like get together and play chess and all this stuff and they make money for like kids, uh, kids and drug addicts and things like that. Jeremy had brown hair, brown eyes, was five foot five to five foot seven and weighs about 150 pounds. He was last seen in an olive green flannel, Timberland sweatshirt, blue jeans or brown corduroys. And sneakers with a red backpack. If you have any information on Jeremy or had seen him around this time, please call Maine, the Maine State Police Department at 207-624-7076. All right. Well, if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you let us know. Leave us five stars wherever you're listening. Share it with a family member, friend, coworker, whoever. The more people these stories get out to, the better. And uh, if you want to support the show, check out our Patreon. We're putting bonus episodes out there every other weekend. Every week we're also putting out some extra content uh, since the new year where uh, you know we'll continue the conversation on there about uh, one of our episodes that week. So it might be missing this week. It might be unsolved this week. You know, hop on there and check it out. Make sure you come back next week for another episode. We'll see y'all then. Bye. 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 Bye.